When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Um, first, we'd love if you left a review. We keep these things free. We want to leave them five days a week. And also, if you, <laughs> what allows us to pay the bills and keep everything going is teachups.com. So if you're loving, Coach Unplugged, you're loving high school hoops, you're loving this five-minute basketball coaching podcast. Teachhoops.com is a great way to give back and also become a better basketball coach and work on your craft. So go over and check it out and let's it off the podcast. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a series. I'm going to work on series. Um, and I'm starting one with what do best, what do best, what do what do the best coaches do as far as practice go? And um, you know, one of the things that I think, and this is the first one in several steps, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of do a relative deep dive into this, but um, the great coaches figure ways to compete in practice. And what do I mean by compete in practice? Um, so first of all, if you, if you know anything about learning or teaching, um, there are different steps to it. Um, so there is skill in teaching, um, you know, or drills, right? There's a skill. You have to teach a skill or, or do some teaching at some point in practice, right? You can't, I, I guess you could do a flipped basketball practice like you do a flipped classroom, but I think there's has to be in practices. There has to be skill-based, there has to be teaching-based, um, and then there has to be training or reading or learning, um, and then I believe the third step is there has to be competition, um, and you can't, we've all seen the coach that will drill, 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 and there'll be no time for reads or no time for actions or training. There'll be no time for competition. There'll be coaches that just talk, talk, talk. Well, I think the exceptional, the best coaches figure a way to put competition in everywhere that you can. Now you can't put it in everything, but you can try to, you know, in that third step in that progression, you can definitely put in that competitive, that um, teaching thing. So we try to do that just about in everything that we do. Um, so for example, um, 
give you an example of you know a basic shooting thing will pair up hopefully you got an even number of guys on your team but let's say you have 14 guys you do seven pairs and you know you do a you do a um a competitive shooting to start practice you know maybe you're doing perfect shot we do we what we refer to as perfect shots maybe each of the partners have to each hit two perfect shots from five feet so they're just trying to get their touch um, a perfect shot means it's a, it's a swish, but it also does not hit the rim. Um, and I always use the analogy that it's similar to golfing. You're trying to just initially get your your thing. So, and then at the end you have a consequence. So you do all seven groups are going first group to get done. So they're competing with they're 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 working together in a group. So you're teaching them that relationship and that building, but you're also um, you're also working on competition. So there's going to be six losers and one winner. Uh, a natural, you know, competition, there's a natural consequence. If you don't score as many points as you, you lose. Um, and then, so then we have, you know, we'll do like a couple burpees if you lose, or maybe a couple push ups or a one arm push up or something like that. Um, and then we'll do it, we'll do like a group of uh, four or five of them, right? We'll do, you know, we'll step back to five, six feet and eight feet and all the way back to three-point line. We'll keep doing the competition. We'll rotate baskets and there will be a consequence. There is a difference between a co a consequence and a punishment. So let me explain the difference. These are consequences and it, and, it, and it raises the level of the competition. So that's really important for you as a coach to think about that. It does raise the level of the competition. So what is the difference between a consequence and a punishment? Okay. A punishment is brought after an action, right? So you punish your children for missing curfew. You punish your children for not, I don't know, I don't, I don't do this, but maybe for not cleaning their bedroom, whatever, you know, your kid, your, your curfews at, at 10 and they show up at 1130. There's a punishment. It's brought in after the action, a consequence is an agreed upon, not agreed upon, because they're never going to agree that they have to do this, but it's an incentive agreed upon, talked about before on the front end. Um, and, the, and the natural consequence is that <laughs> you know if you don't score as many points as your opponent, you lose the game. <laughs> so I think um, what you do in practice and how you think about it is extremely important. You have to deep dive into the three-step process of, you know, how are you doing skill and teaching? How are you doing reading and training? And how are you doing competition? I think the best coaches always look for ways to deal with competition. Always. Okay. Best coaches are competitive, but they also have competitive practices. So just a couple, couple thoughts for you to think about um, as you're kind of moving forward. Um, let me know if there's other things. We'll do some other things with practices and, and things moving forward. But I just, I definitely wanted to get this out to all of you and have a great day.
watched and what have you gotten from that? So just this season alone, uh, I've watched gymnastics, I've watched handball, Olympic handball, I've watched soccer, um, and then uh, there's a circus that, you know, um, for our pro games here, we sometimes get the circus in for the halftime show, so I'll go watch them practice just to see what the coach interaction is with the athletes, um, how do they encourage mistakes, how do they, you know, facilitate creativity, so I'm looking for all these sorts of things that I can then take uh, from the soccer. What I've observe, observed is that spacing for the young kids, they get it real quick. So I'm watching, like, what is it that they're doing? How can they, you know, be so adept at getting the spacing concept so quickly? Um, so I'll, I'll have these kind of questions in mind. I mean, gymnastics, it's the coordination. Like, So I'm going into these um, other sports and I'm just kind of watching see how do they teach it how do they get those points across uh, so yeah that's kind of what I'm watching for really um, okay so a couple points on that first of all spacing is important in every sport I mean you'll love this I'm going to trademark it right now for everybody that's listening so I've always thought you know how you have the reversibles you put on I've always thought they should light up and there should be some sort of, and then when they get too and you could program it where if they get too close uh-huh. that it changes colors or beeps or something. Not shocking uh-huh. the kids. That would be bad. But um, And then that would, that would teach because whenever you watch soccer, you ever watch little kids play soccer, it's like one big little clump all going together. Yeah. Um, so all sports is about the proper spacing. So I've always thought that's a, that would be an interesting invention. If anybody wants to invent it, and give me a kick. I, I like that. I like that, Coach. Um, what I'm planning to do, actually, when we come back, because um, obviously we're in a situation with the pandemic, and everybody's all about social distancing and one and a half, two meters. So I've adopted the term and I'm going to try and use it next season, Corona spacing. So oh, guys, like we're not Corona spacing, you know, so I'm going to try it out and see if it works. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I've seen these hats that people wear that have like three feet each direction and stuff. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. People are very innovative. Um, so that's the first thing. Second thing is, I don't know what handball is. What's Olympic handball? Explain. Is it okay. like squash? Is it like? No, um, so there's two different types of handball. GAA, GAA handball is um, like squash. Uh, okay. Olympic handball is played 7v7, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's 7v7. It's played on a, on a court indoors that's slightly bigger than a basketball court. And you can run with the ball. You got three dribbles. Um, and then you can pick it up and just kind of throw it into a almost like a smaller soccer goal and you just kind of throw it from a certain distance. There's a goalkeeper and um, it's very interesting. It's uh, almost like very transferable skills to basketball because you got three dribbles. They play with a smaller bas- uh, a smaller ball. I think it's a size four or size three or four. Um, and yeah, you got dribble, you can pass it, uh, but you got three dribbles before you pass it. You got three steps, not two steps. Uh, you know, in terms of basketball. So if you pick up the ball, you got to take, you, you can take three steps before you got to get rid of it. And then you just throw it into a soccer goal. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Real interesting. It is. That, that, that's, that's very intriguing. Um, <laughs> a lot of people would say that we coach at a circus too. Sometimes, you know, I love, I love the circus analogy. That's awesome. <laughs> but yes, I, I, I've always said, um, you know, I, I've taken a lot from football, like American football. I've taken a lot from base. I mean, it's like, 
you got to take stuff that works because if it works for them, it's going to work for you. I think that's a great yeah. tip of the day. I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you, coach. Appreciate it. One. All right, coach. Um, so tip of the day, what would be, what would be something you would tell your younger self or a tip that you would give another coach? Um, given that what we've been doing, going through the last year, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. So dive into that deeper. What do you mean by that? I know Meaning I, that, I mean. that if, if, you know, this, the little stuff, you don't, don't worry about it worry about the big, the big picture, you know, worry about what you can control. I mean, lately we, you know, we have been, been able to control much, <laughs> you know, no, I, I mean, my grandma used to tell me, and I, I still think about this. Um, is she said 95, cause I'm, I tend to work. I'm, I'm very energizer bunny, but I tend to worry about things sometimes. And I don't as much as I've gotten older, I've worried about things less, but exactly. Um, she, uh, she always said 95% of the stuff you're worrying about, Steve, you won't have to worry about like it. Yeah. takes care of itself. Don't worry about yeah. it. As you uh, get older, it's like, who cares? It, I, I, I got, I got to worry about other stuff. Like, right, like the my, third, arthritis. My, my theory with like running my business by the third reminder, I'll eventually do it. If it's that important to you, otherwise half the stuff just disappears. It's kind of right. It's like, exactly. When I was I'm done, the same, I'm the same boat. It's not that important. I love that. Don't sweat the small stuff. I think that's great. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.